Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'll be the host of this here podcast, the Ted Smith, greatest podcast in all the land, all the land. Uh, down there in the bottom square today, coming in live from uh, my new hometown, Austin, Texas. Because <laughs> I'm Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Boys, I'm bruised, I'm blackened, I'm beaten. Uh, Run white hot with B. Ted Smith in the Texas Capitol over the weekend. We had a lot of fun, but, you know, it took a lot out of me. Uh, it was great. I'm excited to see you guys. But, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a little slower one today. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> all right, up there in the top left, get the studio all set up. Matt Comer, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Oh, man, I just made liver and onions for the first time. That was pretty fun. Uh, and yeah, it came out great. Love them. How, how does your place smell? Fine, I think. All right. I I've, I haven't had liver and onions as an adult, but my dad liked it growing up. And every once in a while, my mom would cook it and it just reeked. Like, I, I wonder now as an adult, if I'd have a different version of that smell From and the stuff. onions? No, the liver. The liver? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it smells fine, but... Yeah, I don't know. I just ate a bunch of it. Yeah, <laughs> I put so much damn butter on those on that pan every step of the way. So I mean, it was most. It felt like it was mostly butter, buttery onion, sweet onion smell. It was awesome. This it might a- be a dumb question, but as somebody who cooks probably less than one percent of his own meals, could you just buy liver at like a grocery store, or do you have to go to like a butcher to get that stuff? You can buy it at a grocery store. Yeah, and you just buy like a pack of livers, or it's just like, you know, intestinal yeah. meat or what? Yeah, like you got to look a little bit. Depends on the grocery store, but usually they'll have a little section with like that kind of stuff, like some more kind of unique. I know, I know the QFC by me sells it, but kind of more the unique kind of meats. Same way, what? you know, you could find like a, you know, like a pig's foot or something if you're like making a broth or something. Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, what's it? What's a giblet? A giblet? Yeah. I'll Google G- it in case you guys don't know. I, what I remember, giblets were just the inside of like the bird or whatever. So you like fry them up afterwards. I honestly have no idea. Oh, the liver, heart, gizzard, uh, and neck of a chicken or other fowl. Yeah. Wait, so Matt, were you having giblets or liver? No, beef, calf liver. Beef? Nice. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And the, real, and the beef, real man. The, the yeah. beef one's a bigger like piece of liver because I remember like you, I don't know my mom used to just fry it up in a pan. Yeah, God, it's got to piss people off who cook a lot. I'll tell you what pisses me off, and I, and we're gonna get into going to Austin. <laughs> Mister Cobb here actually has a very nice sized kitchen. Like, I think it, I can remember it was Saturday morning or Sunday morning. I'm like, dude, seriously, are you not cooking in this kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I made you some scrambled eggs, but yeah, that's about it. I mean, I was oh. telling Ted, I was like, I use the air fryer uh, occasionally. And Ted's like, we got to get a crock pot going down here. We got to get like some grill. Like, this is Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the eggs were very good. And Matt, you'll appreciate this. We had leftover uh, brisket and a couple uh, pork ribs. 
So Kyle was like, should I put that in there? I was like, oh, yeah, cook that up. Put those Ooh. in the eggs. Nice. Dude, tell me that that meal at Terry Black's was not one of the best you've ever had. Top 10 meal of all time. Oh, I said to somebody today, I was talking about Terry Black's and they were like, what about this or that? And like, or uh, Matt, I'm going to cuss a lot on this one. I was okay. like, I'm tired of that. Fucking shit. All right. I've been to Terry Black's. All right. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure Franklin's has amazing brisket and everything, but like, I don't know. I just it seems like in Austin, like you'd have to screw up to get bad barbecue. Yep. But uh, Mr. Black's had it going on there. I mean, <laughs> dude, it, yeah. As I say, it's Texas, so you expect good brisket, but I couldn't get over how good his rib was, and I couldn't get over how good the sides were. Dude, the thing is, like, look, did you get a 98.5% A or a 99? You know what I mean? It's like, for for the place we went, you don't have to wait two hours in line or camp out overnight, and they serve you black margaritas in line. That was awesome. So that's one of the first things I talk about. I've been telling people, like, the rules in Texas are a little different, but they're awesome. Yeah, like Terry Black's was a very long line, but God was like, it moves pretty quick. And granted, we were there at what, 745 on a Friday. I mean, everybody was there. It was absolute peak. Yeah, but they have like they have like stands along the line where right. You get those black margaritas. Was that you or uh, or uh, GD? Somebody was like GD. I wonder why they're black. And I was like, hey, it is called Terry Blacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. So, Matt, during this line, you know, it's probably what, uh, 30 minutes, maybe we're in line, a little less. Yeah. Uh, they give you, they have three different. So it's sort of like a Disney line, and they have three different spots where they sell you drinks. <laughs> Pretty good. That's awesome. That's smart business. Yeah. And you like wrap by like these big competition smokers and a competition smoker for people who don't know is like, it's an old propane tank that's been converted into a, a meat smoker. So you put like a fire in this firebox down below it and the smoke naturally comes up and then rises out the little chimney. But these things hold probably God. So brisket, uh, I would say probably 20 briskets in each. I mean, just massive, you know, hundreds of pounds of meat. Wow. Yeah. And like the line moves well, but I mean, it, they're, they're not messing around in there. Like when you finally get inside, the dude's like, look at the side or the side sign. He's like, you need like get notice what side you want before you get to the meat counter. Don't slow down my line. It's like, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, it felt like prison intake. He's like, everyone, single column to the left. You'll be handed a metal tray. Cornbread is on your left. See the sides before you get up to the counter. It's pretty ridiculous. Ted was visibly panicked. <laughs> I, was. I was like, I don't, I was like, let's stop talking. Let's just pick them. Uh, right. Then by the time you guys were picking out meat, I still had at least half of that margarita, but I was like, I'm eating barbecue. So I snag a couple beers. They got, they got brisket. I mean, we had a ton of brisket. So they just put in some burnt ends. And then, yeah, those pork, uh, those pork ribs were just, mm. I just couldn't get over how good they were. And then Matt, have you ever had cream corn? No. Jesus. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. People thought I was lying because I said I'd never had cream corn before. Yeah. Like my wife's dad accused me of lying. And I'm just like, you know, what do you want me to say? I've never had cream corn. Oh, when you left the table, they were like, do you think he's serious? And I was like, yeah, I think he's serious. Like, and they're yeah, like, he's 100% serious. They're yeah. right. They're like, there's no way he's never had cream corn. I mean, look, when he first said it, I was like, come on. You never had like scalloped potatoes and cream corn with like a ham steak. And he's like, no, like, why would I have had that? And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's an Irish Catholic thing. Uh, yeah. Like, is it like, I didn't know if it was a holiday thing or what, but God, that stuff is good. Yeah. Like, obviously you don't want to be eating it all the time, but it was, 
It was so damn good. Uh, what else will you say? So, right, Austin itself, and the time of year I went, the weather's perfect, right? It's like high 70s, like 80. So we're walking up and down, uh, what's that, Congress, South Congress, where they have all like the boot stores and this and that. I'm a Howler brother, guys. Everybody knows that now about me. <laughs> Ted's throwing the hat on. Nice. <laughs> right. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, it's a great hat. Like our buddy Lance always has hats like this. Like, oh, I can get this in the river and it'll be fine. Dude, so as a quick aside, this hat is mesh and it's like big mesh circles. Um, and uh at one point Ted just got like, you know, in the back of a hat, like um what's it called, like a uh an adjustable hat, how it's got sort of that crescent moon shape. Like a snapback. Yeah, yeah like a snapback, how it's got like the uh the semicircle. Ted had that just emblazoned in the middle of his forehead in the form of a sunburn. It was so rad. But if he kept the hat on, you couldn't tell he was burned because the whole area was red. But if he took it off, it was just comical. (laughs) Right. So we went to like the So we're like shopping, looking at boots and stuff. Uh, Also, Jesus Christ, we went to one store and there's this awesome vest. I'm like, I might get this. And you can tell it's real quality and stuff. Yeah, it was $700. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get that. I looked at another jacket and like I'm trying on cowboy hats and everything. But this is like the nice. These are like the nice stores. By the way, I forget the country artist's name. He has a song with Morgan Wallen. I saw him today in a picture wearing that vest. And I was like, all right. He's a country artist. I feel bad. Like he could spend $700 on that vest. Like I'm not doing it. He was wearing that vest. That's awesome. Yeah, Matt, this is like, you've been there, but it's like the Rodeo drive of Austin. If there was one, you know, it's, there's some spendy stores. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, right. So we're like cruising around, went to the Yeti home, the flagship store, like you could have a beer. You could have a beer on the deck at Yeti. And we did. We did. Then we hopped on those bird scooters. First time on that one. Uh, going over there was pretty good. Riding home from Terry's was fine. But then, uh, yeah, then Cobb and I went out for a little bit. And I was like, I'm not getting back on one of those scooters. I've had a few drinks. <laughs> I don't yeah, Ted at 2 a.m. was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> also, Mr. Cobb and his uh, his girl don't do the best job. They're like, oh, yeah. These things are great, but man, we've seen some horrible accidents. And by like yeah. the third time, I want to be like, well, stop saying that. You're not making me feel confident about getting on this bird scooter. Yard sale, Ted. Major injuries. <laughs> uh, what else was he going to say? I learned, and it's the truth, Austin always kind of smells a little bit like barbecue. And there's always, as in cops at his other times, like there's always just music in the distance. And you're like, Let's go check it out. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of always hear music and it feels like you're like just about to a barbecue, but you never really can track it down. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, you'll appreciate this. That Now we're going to go to the Texas game on Saturday. But Texas, uh, the game kicks off at 11 a.m. So it's like, all right, we got to be out of the house early, this and that. And I'm like, Cobb, I'll see you at 745 for the cold plunge. And what time do we go to bed? Pretty late, right? It was pretty late, dude, because we yeah. stayed out for a while. And then we, we we sat on your deck just kind of talking life for a minute too, watching trains go by. Yeah. <laughs> but like clockwork, we oversight. I forgot to set my alarm. Cobb wakes up and he's like, 
cold plunge time. I'm like, yep. And right before, right before we left uh, her dad, he was like, Ted, don't forget. We got an early morning. It's like, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. So the girlfriend's dad was in town and Ted was in town. And so Ted and I were just like, okay, tomorrow we're going to jumpstart like 8am. We're going tailgating. So whatever happens tonight, we cold plunge and we do a shot of tequila to wake up. And when my eyes opened, that was the last thing I wanted to do. But I was like, a deal's a deal. Throw on the swimsuit and wake up Ted. And I got to say, like, Ted, I don't know. Your your results may vary, but I felt like that sustained me for the whole day. Like, it it shocked the system hard. I mean, Ted was in there, like, panicking, breathing hard. I have actually a good video of it, Matt, I can send to you. But yes. I feel like it actually worked. Oh, it was, trust me, that's the best way to wake up. And Matt, I was like in my head, I'm like, all right, look at me in the tub. And finally, cops just like, seriously, like, you've got to relax a little bit. I don't think I realized. <laughs> and like, he showed me the video. I was like, oh, I do not look smooth or relaxed at all getting in there. <laughs> but I, you know, we did it for a minute. We were good to go. Had a shot of tequila. And then uh, one of his neighbors comes down, right? And he's got this girl with him and she's, she lives in Miami or something, but she's English. So like the night before we had kind of been joking about making her eat a corn dog or whatever. So the whole tailgate, I'm like, Hey, you've got to get a corn dog. She's like, I don't want to eat a corn dog. And I'm like, think of it as like a crappy version of beef Wellington on a stick. She's She's like, never had one before. Yeah. She's like, all right. I like the way you're selling it. This and that. (laughs) So right. We get over to the game. Also, if you're a college football fan, even if you hate Texas, go to Texas to see a game. It's unreal. We walked in. Matt, they have a whole room that you could just walk into. And I shouldn't say room. It's a space. And they have every trophy Texas has ever won in any sport. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it was hard to, like, get into the game because, like, I was geeking out. I was like, I think I even said to you, I was like, I could sit in here for an hour just looking at these trophies and everything. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty impressive. (laughs) Yeah, but you get into the game. I mean, beautiful day, sunshine. But we got we got her. She got a corn dog and she was like. Oh, I actually really like this. I mean, so American. She's eating a corn dog. We had Chick-fil-A sandwiches watching football. And Matt, as you can imagine, the boys are on one. I mean, we had a shot at 8 a.m. The game wasn't until 11. We went to a couple big tailgates. So, yeah, we were just, you know, we weren't feeling a lot of pain during the game. Busted out some Chick-fil-A. We had some cocktails. And I think I had a Paloma somehow inside the stadium. They have a Chick-fil-A in the stadium. Yeah, boy. Yes. <laughs> and someone was serving Palomas because I had one or two. Like it was uh it was decadent. It was decadent. <laughs> oh, to say the least. I mean, it was awesome. And I had already bought a Texas shirt. So I'm like, now I'm like, it, it's been a it hasn't even been 24 hours. And I'm I'm Mr. Texas now. <laughs> right? Central it's, Texas Ted. Right. Central Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so now at some point though texas is winning they're up like 14 and i am i could feel myself getting burned halftime i just got out of the seats and like hid in the shade so i'm in kind the of tunnel. Like, in a tunnel i'm looking at cobb i'm like dude i like, we need sunscreen i gotta get out of the sun soon so we're like let's see if they score so they score and we're like all right we'll, we'll just leave the game early that was a mistake as soon as we leave mistake. kansas state just starts scoring so then we had to go back to the to the to my main spot, Little Woodrow's, and uh, Little Woodrow's. Oh, we were in Little Woodrow's every night. Uh, so it's, go- it's like the Buckleys of Austin. It's right next to the house. Great food, great cocktails, and like a chill dive bar vibe. 
Yeah. So we get in there to watch the end of the game, chatting up people like like, you know, ordering drinks. Also, just for the record, if you are if you do enjoy a cocktail, things are just cheaper in Texas. <laughs> like I was like, this is great. So then that game ends. We're going to head back to the house. Boom. <clears throat> Let's hit the pool and have some fun. <laughs> Rooftop pool wow. looking out over the city. 36th floor. Love it. Yeah. I mean, just unreal. And then what power nap for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. It wasn't long. Yeah. <laughs> hop back up, watch the Husky game. You know me. I hopped back mm. on the train, started putting down some beers. We had some delicious Mexican food. And then it's like his girl was like, I'm I'm just beat. I don't really drink much. And we really got after it in the morning. Like, all right, cool. I tried. Remember, I was like, hey, you said you were going to change in the fourth quarter. It's the fourth quarter. But she never <laughs> did. Her dad was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to call the night. We were like, cool. Not us. All right. Not, Not us. us. Not the podcast, baby. Not in this town. <laughs> and I mean, like, Matt, I mean, I am just I've got that energy of like, first of all, never been here. Second of all falling in love with it already and like i'm on vacation like let's keep it going <laughs> yeah ted just as a quick aside like for the people playing along at home all right so we wake up at eight throughout the whole day we're powered power chugging tailgates we go we, we watch the the uw game we took a 20 minute nap ted smith and i did not go to bed until 4 45 the next morning and that's <laughs> plus one hour so it's 5 45 for us it was almost <laughs> A 24-hour bender for your boys. <laughs> a true <laughs> bender. So then we're waiting on his neighbor, and like we go to one bar, which we only had one cocktail there. We we told you about that, Matt. And then yeah. uh and then I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I want to go to like a Texas like bar. So we go to this place called the White Horse, which is like a real honky tonk. Like oh, people yeah. are two stepping in there, like there's like cowboy hats, this and that. There's a and cigarette like, machine. It's the real deal. Oh, I know. I was so fired up, Matt. I'm like, we got to smoke real cigarettes. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> no, you didn't say that. Too. That's I was like, there's a cigarette machine. Like, I don't know. Let's just get some and start ripping darts. That like, was one of your more ridiculous comments. <laughs> That's okay. I cried at a bar we went to. I mean, it was just a, it was a wild night. You know, yeah, right. The, the boys were running hot. A little bit emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little loose, dude. <laughs> Oh, loose. <laughs> also, uh, what's he going to say? So then we go to that honky tonk and I'm like, where's your buddy? He's like, I don't know, man. They might have just crashed out for the day. And I go over to the bar and there they are. And they're like, Ted, you seem wide awake. And I was like, oh, yeah, we stopped for like half an hour and then just kind of hop back on the train. So we're good to go. Then we went to this cop has talked about on the podcast. But he, they're members of his private club, which from what I can tell is like a burning man club or like they just art pieces it's like an old house it's essentially a burning man camp in the middle of the city yeah so right so then we went over there we were upstairs uh there's like mute and it's not crowded like everybody was tired tuckered out from the weekend before but like we're having fun we're partying uh for the record there was four of us only one person didn't lose a jenga you could probably guess who I'm guessing that's why you're telling the story, Ted. You're goddamn right. Throwing that detail in, I should say. <laughs> like 40 years of steady hands from the Smiths. 
A long family tradition. <laughs> a long right. I said I come from a family of Jenga players. Also, <laughs> that crushed actually. That line crushed the whole table. <laughs> I liked when we were up there too, and like now it's like your boy's feeling the funk. Like there's good music. Like I'm getting up dancing, but I I never miss on Jenga. And I leaned over one point. I go, I don't just dance. I also play Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And then his buddy's like, we can go to my apartment and hang out and play our own music. And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> and like, Cobb, Cobb was like, you really want to? And I was like, come on. He's like, all right, screw it. Let's do it. <laughs> so then, yeah. Then we sat back there and stayed up for another couple, like, hour or two. Like, I mean, we were, we, I feel like we didn't see what's it, the springs or whatever, but I feel like we got a lot in. Oh, Bard Springs. Yeah. I mean, like, you know. Making it up till 545 is pretty impressive. Also, for people who are looking for good music at 4 a.m., check out Sir Clay. It's like circle, but with an E. Ted and I got into quite a few of those sets and really enjoyed them. It's um it's this group that basically they take over like a historical monument and they'll throw a DJ set there. And sometimes the DJ has a small crowd, sometimes not, but it's just really well lit, well produced, really good video and uh if you're in the right headspace, it can be pretty enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, Matt. I mean, we got it. We got it. Oh, all right. So then here's the thing. We're at the White Horse, which is a honky tonk. We met some dudes from Oregon. So like we're having fun BSing with people. So one point, I don't know how I got in this conversation with like a dude in a cowboy hat. But I can't really hear him or anything. And Matt, I utter the line. Well, God is great. And Texas football won, so it's a good day. And he's like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> it's like I come outside, I'm like, not very religious. It's the first time I've ever cheered for Texas in my life. <laughs> but I'm just like selling it. <laughs> Multiple like people throughout the weekend thought Ted was from <laughs> Texas. Like, that's how much he just like, I thought this was my town. This is a Ted Smith kind of cowboy town. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Was like four in the morning when she was like, Wait a minute. You're not from Texas? I was like, no. This is the first time I've been to Austin in my life. She's like, what about the shirt? I was like, bought it on Amazon a week ago. She's like, all this. Stuff. I was like, yeah, I just kind of got it all together. And then I just kind of, you know, kind of got into the 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 mindset. I was like, I'm a Texan. Classic. <laughs> right? The state of mind. On multiple times of the weekend, Ted's like, ah, I'm a Texas guy now. <laughs> yeah like after the game we're sitting up on the roof of his building and it's not crowded at the pool but we're having fun there, there's some there's some women up there or whatever and i'm just sitting in this lounge chair and i just go Cobb, what in the fuck am i doing in the northwest <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was november it's like 85 degrees there's just women in bikinis at the pool it was a nice vibe it was a nice vibe <laughs> oh yeah and like Hey, like it's an athletic town. People are working out. I mean, even even some of the girls that aren't like, I guess, Austin hot are still pretty attractive. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now to the bad part. Uh, all right. So that's all Saturday. We get up Sunday. Cobb comes out. I'm, he's he was literally sleeping in his podcast room. And he's like, dude, you're awake. And you know me. I'm on my cell phone. I'm like, yeah, man, Dolphins game kicked off at like. 8 a.m. because they're in England. <laughs> so then we go back to Little Woodrow's. It's the Seahawks bar. So uh, Ted slept two hours now. <laughs> Six to eight. <laughs> go back to Little Woodrow's. Get in there early. 
get it. I did have a coffee in the morning and was like, all right, wait till we get to Little Woodrow's to like crack a beer. Uh, yeah, but then at halftime, it was like the Seahawks just sucked today. So we went to the Austin Food and Wine. I was hoping there would be a little, the lines would be less for the food, but we had some very good wine and some good whiskey. But yeah, when I got to the airport, I was like, I want a beer, a shot, and, and a food menu. And the guy's like hungry, and I'm like, I'm, I'm freaking starving. Matt, have you ever played paintball? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever played speedball? No. It's like the very small version of paintball where you're just immediately close quarters fighting with people. There's nowhere to run, really. It's just the inflatables. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I guess this reference isn't going to work then. But this this food and wine event, like uh, it's supposed to be sort of like this, you know, curated tasting of all the chefs in town and all the new up and coming, you know, spirits and, you know, wines and things like that. It's not. It's like the speedball of drinking events. You just end up within the first 15 minutes, Ted and I had had what, like margarita or part of a margarita, part of a seltzer, part of white, some white wine, some champagne and some tequila. And then we went to like a, uh, what's that called? Um, High West, like whiskey distillery. Like you just get a little tiny bit of everything and Uh. there's not really anything to do except drink from 10 to 10. Like all the food lines are long. It's a crazy event. And it got, we got out of pocket very quickly. (laughs) and like people are pumped to be there like everybody been talking about it but man it's the truth like if you go to any beer event or whatever they get a lot looser with the pours (laughs) as the day goes on so i mean look i wanted to stay but it just the part of my brain was like if you don't evacuate now like you're gonna be stuck here like till monday (laughs) afternoon yeah escape (laughs) yeah matt this is like the catalina wine mixer of of austin food and beverage it's actually it's a pretty big deal it sells out in four minutes Whoa. So, uh, yeah, pretty rad. We had a good time, but it was, yeah, it's a beat down. Yeah. How'd you get, uh, tickets? Oh, uh, uh, the girlfriend was on it. Like she went, we went last year, really enjoyed it. So okay. she was just all over it. And then we had to scalp one for Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Love right. it. That was the other thing too. Is like, I, I felt bad already. We were missing part of it, but then yeah, that Seahawks game, I was like, Oh, let's just go. Like they're not coming back in the second half. They're getting demolished. And then me and uh, me and her dad, I kept checking the score. And at like, at one point he just goes, what is it now? And I told him, he goes, stop checking it. And I was like, you're right. Let's just, let's <laughs> yeah. just enjoy ourselves. We're in Austin. Move we're on. hanging. Like, like it's your daughter. It's one of my good friends. And I literally was like, we're hanging out with family. Let's just enjoy ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it was it was a ton of fun <laughs> also i don't know if i said this on the cash yet though but like it's like the third quarter or fourth quarter of that husky game by the way husky game complete opposite no defense fun watch like oh. i'm jumping up every touchdown high-fiving and stuff and we were talking about something going on and i just hear our dad go well you know ted's in he does he seems like he's in for everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know and that's the Imagine this too. So I've been dating this girl for three years. Ted Smith is the first friend of mine that he meets <laughs> on a bender weekend in Austin. Like it was just, you know, it was, yeah, it was, what's that called? Like a uh, fly or die or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. it went well though. I mean, Ted's char- the, the thing is Ted is very charming and he, he certainly had his charm turned on. Plus he was just in a zone, man. Like Ted was in an unbeatable zone this weekend. It was like, yeah, I just, I don't know. Things were going his way. It was sweet. He took a pedicab at one point. (laughs) (laughs) 
not only that, me and uh, me and old GD, we we exchanged numbers and text. He was like, had a great time with you. I was like, right back at your partner. <laughs> I like to like by like the second day, like everybody's hanging out and he's like, you should come to a Seahawks game with me. And I could see Cobb and his girl being like, how'd you get an invite already? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like now he's really going to see Ted in his element. <laughs> <laughs> yeah very fun I should, I should text him and be like you going to oyster new year's on saturday down at elliott's i am <laughs> come through right <laughs> oh man uh yeah other than that too the other thing i was gonna say is like and look i obviously i just came off this trip so i'm not taking shots at the northwest but like the northwest is beautiful we could talk about the weather and stuff but like People in Texas are just friendlier. And like, I always try to like downplay the Seattle freeze, but like, I don't, I don't know if people are awkward sometimes or, and I, I know that's probably living in the city too, but it's just like, people just seem friendlier and like you could drink beers in line, whatever. It seemed like, like, seem like the rules, like do whatever you want. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah. I would say that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, yeah, the Seattle freeze was always an interesting thing. There was a period of my life where I was like, I am the Seattle freeze. No new friends. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I also like to like, uh, I don't know. I have a friend that runs like this thing on Facebook where people just post funny stuff. Right. But and it's a mutual friend of ours. Right, Brad. But he's pretty specific about nothing political. And there's always people putting in stuff and he always just be like, grr, you know, like, come on. And they're like, but you laughed, right? You laughed at it. Correct. And he's like, yeah, that's not the point. And I realized too, like, I don't like granted we were in Austin, which is, you know, as far as Texas goes, pretty liberal and stuff, but like people aren't just fucking talking about it all the time. I think in Seattle, people are always trying to bait you into a goddamn political conversation. It's like, I, I like, I don't know, man. We're like, we're at a bar. When I was a kid, my dad told me once, he goes, you don't talk religion or politics in a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the, the, uh, the caveat I would put to that, or what I would say is I feel like in Seattle, one of the first questions you always get is what do you do for work? Yeah. That's like the big one. And I never hear that in Austin. No, I still don't know what Dan does. We hung out. I hung out with him for two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you'll like too that I kind of got a little loose too, Texas kind of style as I uh, deem it. And he was being real nice. He was just like, "Yeah, I've done okay." And I said, "Dan, don't take this the wrong way. I can tell you've done okay in life." I said, but "You're not an ass about it." That's what I respect. <laughs> and he's like, "Thanks, dude." I was like, "Yeah, man." Like, you obviously could flaunt it on people if you wanted, but you're not. And you're right. Nobody brought it up. I mean, like one couple I was talking to in a bar, like that was the only that woman finally just said. Like, what do you do? And I was just like, oh, I work on a radio show there. I just bullshit for a living. She was like, all right, that adds up. <laughs> Matt, this woman was eating out of Ted's hand for about an hour and a half. And then really? we had to leave. Yeah, <laughs> really. It was blatant. Yeah, I had a strange interaction, too, at the airport. I was chatting up this woman. And uh, she was. And then at one point, I don't know what I said. And she was like, oh, like, are you gay? And I was like, no, I'm not gay. She was like, oh, sorry. And she kept apologizing. I was like, yeah, it's okay. Like, look, I'm a big hairy bear. Like, no worries or whatever. And then she was like, ah, you getting on your flight soon? I was like, yeah. She was like, well, 
I would hang out with you since I know you're definitely not getting out. I was just like, oh, (laughs) this is the last thing I need when I'm leaving Central Texas not to come back. (laughs) Yeah, not now. (laughs) (laughs) Two days ago, sure, we have time, but not as I'm about to get on my flight. Although, Ted, you know, you have a Texas way about you. Many people this weekend thought you were from Texas. I'm not surprised that a damsel in distress at the airport was throwing herself at you. I'm really not. You were in an unstoppable zone. I mean, Matt, I wish I just could have, like, bottled his essence. If if you could sell that, you'd be a millionaire overnight. He just was (laughs) in a a can't-miss zone. Two hours the guy slept, killing it (laughs) all day, all night. Yeah, I think the only time I was a little snooty was Sunday morning. I was just like, what? I don't know. No more questions. Just a vanilla latte, please. (laughs) 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 Just get me back to normal. And then, yeah, you cooked breakfast. I was like, all right, had a coffee, had some real food. Like, all right, let's let's get it going. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, that was funny. It it was. And I, you know, I said this to Matt, (laughs) but I'll say it on the cast, too, while you're here. It was also... Very nice. Cobb's been down there for a while. It was just so nice to be hanging out, me and him, and seeing, especially at night, to be like, all right, now you understand how close this is to my place, or this is the bar I'm talking about. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. Because whenever we talk about stuff in Seattle, we all know it. So that's why I texted Matt when I was, before I boarded my plane. I was like, all right, just had a great trip. Like, you and your girl are next. Like, I got to get down there this spring and see you, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the uh, desert is great. I might get out there this spring too. It's fun. <laughs> That's one of the best times here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and like I would recommend this to everybody. If you have friends that live somewhere else, like, and this is me talking to myself, like, stop dragging your feet. Go take advantage and go visit them because, like, they're happy to see you. You're happy to be there. And then, you know, I, I guess other people, if you've always wanted to go to Austin, you might have a different mindset, but it was kind of nice to just be like, all right, let's just go with the flow. See, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It was honestly, it was a great trip. You're very easy to host. And uh, I mean, we knew it was going to be a good one. Also down here, we're getting to the end of the hosting season. That was sort of our last official visit for the season. So it felt great to end it on an incredibly high note. Yeah, yeah, and also I'm sure there's some places that are better than others, but man, every taco I ate was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a little break here, and we'll come back with emails. What's Matt and in the cop topic? All right, and I mean this. Thank you to our sponsors. All right, Mr. Cobb, do we have some emails? Oh yeah, boys. Hey, fellas, big ups to the greatest podcast. In all the land, all the land, all the land. In response to the Cobb, que- uh, in in response to Cobb's question last week, worst candy. I have only two words for you: candy corn. By far the worst candy I've ever eaten. I remember getting it as a kid and spitting it out. Tastes like chalk mixed with s. Sorry, Matt. The swearing was necessary. He he didn't write s. Uh, Runner up goes to the black licorice flavored anything, including good and plenties. In that case, though, I acquiesce that it's an acquired flavor and just not for me. But candy corn is dog. <laughs> Mikey dubs. I mean, yes. Think- Almond Joys are a top five Halloween candy. I'm tired of pretending they're not. Whoa. Oh, that's Mikey Dubs, I just that, that's a trash email out of you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there goes your he, he credibility. Just, yeah, shot his credibility in the last <laughs> sentence. 
right? It's like me telling people I'm not actually from Texas. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why yeah I'm, I'm with them on the good and plenties and anise, like not a great flavor, but I mean, top five for almond joy. That's that's poppycock. Yeah, yeah. Take your take your little coconut fantasies and pack it up. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't coming to no Halloween. I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this this one touched a nerve. Owa to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. The worst candy I've ever eaten is Necco wafers. I think they've been discontinued now. Thank God. But they were like little chalk coins. I only had them once as a young child, but I'm still scarred to this day. So they did get discontinued, but now they're back. As people act like they, <laughs> people are like, can't believe they got discontinued. I will tell you this: I know one person that likes them. As a kid, I didn't even like to eat them. There's like one chocolate one in the pack or something. But that person is my mother, for the record, who is turning eighty. Like she grew up on it because they didn't have good candy. <laughs> wow, that's actually wild. Just locked into the Necco wafer game. Yeah, I didn't mind the the packs of the chocolate ones, but those like. You know, fruit or whatever. The multicolored packs were just terrible. Yeah, and like yeah. when you're a kid and you still don't want to eat the candy, you know it's bad candy, right? Yeah, it's a pretty whack candy. I I gotta agree with you. You guys remember that chalk candy? That's what we always call it. It's like a Christmas kind of candy you can like draw on the street as chalk, even though that's not what it's intended for. You guys ever had that? That kind of tastes like Necco wafers. It's almost <laughs> like that little bowl of those candies. Yes, it's almost shaped like a little pillow. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we called those chalk candy. I don't know what they're actually called, but that's another one with them as a kid. And there were like there's sometimes restaurants would just have a bowl of it out there. But as a kid, you're like, let's get some. And then as soon as you eat it, you're like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dude, yeah, I took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> On a totally unrelated note, Daryl was a great guest. I'd never heard of him before, but I'll definitely be checking out his stuff. If you're looking for another awesome social media chef, uh, downright delicious put in his Instagram on Instagram is very entertaining. His name is Andrew Garland. He has down syndrome and he makes delicious looking food. Thanks for all that you guys do. And LARP on Kyle. I know that dude. I've, I've watched a few of his videos. I'm not sure if I follow him yet, but I'll give him a follow. That's I mean, awesome. uh, yeah. We, we all know who should be watching more food vloggers. <laughs> <laughs> Worst candy ever. Black damn licorice is so apocalyptically terrible, it doesn't even deserve to be called candy. LARP on, Carson the lawyer. Oh, Carson's not wrong. Also, Carson, that must it must have sucked down there on Saturday, but down in Central Texas, go dogs. Yeah, dude, that, I know that dog game was a track meet. I mean, yeah. Ted, you were talking about that shirt with the Costco hot dog, but they got that dog in them. I will, I will be at the Utah game Saturday. <laughs> also, Right. I've seen Washington play already. Right. Then I'm going to go. Then I went and saw Texas and Kansas State, who are both ranked. And then I'll see Utah. So it's like, this isn't a bad football season out of me. Four ranked teams. That's pretty oh, good. Yeah. Great football season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some, of us, some of us are already at four. <laughs> Not going to say names. <laughs> also, when we were going in, security wasn't super tight. And the guy was just like, reminder, no weapons. But if you bring a weapon, just use it on an Oklahoma fan. (laughs) (laughs) Texas. 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 (laughs) Movies and candy. 
Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. First, I too saw Killers of the Flower Moon over the weekend and had to comment on it. It was good, but in a there will be blood kind of way. It was a hard drama and had absolutely nothing for anyone else. No laughs, no action, just a grueling story of awfulness. However, that's largely because it's a true story. 60 plus, probably over 100, native uh, Osagi people were killed in a five-year span in the 1920s in various barely concealed murders. I thought it was a good movie, but there's no satisfaction because reality sucked. So the story just kind of makes you mad. Great as a historical dra- docudrama kind of thing, but nobody should be ashamed of thinking it's a bit much. Definitely not fun, which is what most people want from a movie. As for candy, I hate milk duds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just Ooh. in case that first part was too light for you, boys. As for candy, I hate milk duds. I'm convinced that they were made in a failed experiment to create dental cement. They're hard, not very tasty. They stick to your teeth so hard that I think they'd be well suited for tooth extraction. Also, hell with ring pops. They're a fun novelty, but are literally impossible to eat without your hands getting covered in an unholy substance comprised of equal parts candy and saliva. That said, Whoppers, Raisinets, and Jelly Beans are probably my top three favorites, so maybe I'm just 600 years old. Cheers, Chris. <laughs> I will. The Ring Pop's a good call. I do like Milk Duds, but I can't tell you the last time I had one, but I remember you only get three in that little box of Halloween. But I got to stand, like, Whoppers I hate, but I Raisinets is one of my favorites, and they Pretty don't get good. a lot of play. Yeah, my mom loved Raisinets. They don't get a lot of play. You never see them on Halloween. Boys, I, I got one don't. for you. Ted, you've been you've been doing radio a long time, and when we started doing this email segment, you told me one thing. You're like, "Look, if they don't sign their name on the email, don't say their name." And that Correct. so far has been a really good rule to follow. How are you guys feeling about the fact that people are now signing with it, signing with aliases? That good last person's name was not Chris. <laughs> That's how he signed the email. But I see their full name because it's coming from like their, you know. I mean, it's his full name at gmail.com. So, Ted, what's, you know, you've been in the game a long time. Just educate a young man. What, what, you know, how do you feel about that? We just, I mean, we get a lot of them to the men's room like that. We just read them whatever they signed it. All right. Fair enough. Aliases (laughs) fly. (laughs) Also, the next, the next one, literally the subject line says their name. Let me see. I don't actually know if it's his real name. Let's see. Yeah, it is. So the next one, ironically enough, the subject line is, my name is Ross, and it's been 24 hours since I had candy corn. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings, gentlemen. No bull. Let's go. Cobb Topics. Regarding uh, uh, garbage candy, good and plenty. Sorry, Dad. Black licorice. Sorry, Dad. Caramel apple chocolate squares from Ghirardelli. Sound great, but something went wrong. Anything with coconut. Side note. I will fight anyone on mellow creams, including candy corn. If you're too good to eat sugary wax, make sure you grab some unrefined pure sugar cane cubes for that high horse years on the way out. Wow. Jesus. That was succinct. He crushed, he crushed the cob topic. I mean, he hit basically every candy that people don't like. Had a couple of his own. Um, regarding like his, oh, right. You don't like bad candy. What do you have? The purest candy there is. <laughs> Uh, regarding bizarre family history, my paternal grandfather was a Boeing engineer from the 30s to the 70s, so World War II and Cold War stuff. One of the projects he told me about was working on missile silos in the Cascade Mountains. Apparently, the primary doors wouldn't open when covered in snow, so he devised a heating system to keep them clear. I asked my dad about this once, and he said, 
could be. He wasn't allowed to talk about he wasn't allowed to talk a lot about his work when I was a kid. Unfortunately, my grandfather was deep in dementia by the time I was the age where I was actually grateful enough to be interested in these stories. I inherited a bunch of his files and have been able to piece together some other projects, but a lot of it was probably lost to time. Thanks again for the hours of fantastic nonsense and wonderful insight. Ross W. Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Toledo. I like that. Dude, I, well, we got a second. All right. So obviously we love a good conspiracy on this podcast. At least I do. So usually you're like a couple layers removed, right? You're like, oh yeah, this guy, my friend's cousin, whatever. So I know this girl, she works in radio. Um, Ted, I'll tell you who it is later, but her dad worked on some sort of technology related to the B-2 stealth bombers, but he wasn't allowed to talk about it. He worked with a team of four other guys. When the project ended, within two years, all four of the guys died. But the families didn't know each other, so they had to piece it together. And finally, they all ended up meeting each other because of Facebook. So, I know. So, actually, I don't know if it was because of Facebook, now that I say it out loud. That just felt like, yeah, okay. Anyway, so um, she is kind of like left like wondering, like, was it? some sort of thing that they were working on that like, you know, it's like radiation or something. It's poisoning them while they're working on it. Or like, was the government just like, Hey, look, no loose ends. So either way, I just feel like for some reason that thing reminded me of it. Like the government does some crazy secret stuff and most of it probably is intended for our benefit, but it is just wild. Like the, the lengths they'll go to. So anyway, take that as you will. Next email. <laughs> not sure what to do with that, but I had to get it out there. Now everyone knows, and if I get killed, you know what happened. CIA. <laughs> Dude, that's ironic. I'm 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 watching a new series on Netflix called Psychops. Dude, <laughs> you've been running a freaking psych psyop on these people who are not playing commercials. <laughs> I'm just saying you've been running a 10-week psyop, dude. <laughs> Some of the CIA stuff is just wild. It's like, holy cow. Like, yeah. and they're like talking about it. I'm like, Jesus, that's insanity. But I will say this the NSA is located in Columbia, Maryland. And I've known a few people that work there, and they all say the same thing. Like, they all travel all over the world and always be like, what do you do? Oh, me? I'm just like a mechanic. <laughs> it's like, right. But isn't that what you kind of have to tell us? Yeah. Yeah. What are you mechanizing? Atomic bombs? <laughs> Yeah, and like the one guy was pretty close to our family, but something happened between him and his wife, blah, blah, blah. And like, I thought me and the guy were friends. He's just, he's just, he's gone. He's in the ether. <laughs> I was like, yeah. tried to reach out to him and stuff, but other people like, don't bother. You're not going to hear from him. <laughs> yeah, he disappeared or was disappeared. <laughs> All right. You want a good conspiracy theory? Hell no, yeah. I'm, I'm lifting you this one. You know what I do, dude. Come on. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers, right? It's like he tore his Achilles. He's going to be back soon. And then I read a, a, a conspiracy theory today. It was on Bro Bible, so it's not a massive theory, but it's like he never actually tore his Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> this is just to hype up the playoffs. I guess something. Or like it wasn't a full tear, and like he's going to be able to come back. But he wants everybody to think it's because of all the weird stuff he's doing. I'm just like, ah, ah, all right. <laughs> hey, he's coming back this season. 
that is that's the word on the street. That's what he kind of he's like, oh, I'm preparing. I mean, look, he tore that. He's already like walking around on the sidelines, like warming up, like throwing balls and stuff. It's like if if he really tore it and he does come back, I'm just I think it'll be worse. But we'll see. Dude, he's probably not allowed to say, but I have heard. Um, well, I spoke with a doctor about the power of stem cells, and apparently he's not allowed to say that officially, but they can work pretty well. All right. That would be my suspicion on that, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, do your own research. Don't take medical advice from the podcast. Trust me. I, that, I'll, I'll say I'll stand I, behind that. <laughs> I know some people have gotten stem cells. Hey, Ted, that cold like plunge it. worked on Saturday. <laughs> it effing worked, dude. <laughs> You're not wrong. What'd you say? Been dragging ass all day. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, I was just saying I I know some people that have gotten stem cells and they say great things. Yeah, that's kind of uh, what I've heard too. But I think officially, like the medical community is saying no on those right now. That there's no efficacy. So, is that? I would also wonder with the NFL. Is that like taking a steroid? Like, can you can you do that? Because they have like different mm. rules. Well, it's not actually a steroid. You could also take steroids to like you know enhance the growth, like the amount of growth hormone you have. But no, a, a stem cell would not be a steroid. I mean, if you want to get, no, like, no, I'm saying, I don't know if it'd it, be detectable. It's exogenous. Um, yeah, yeah I don't know. That's steroid. why I'm asking. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he can't say it because the NFL might break a rule. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, greetings, gents. My greatest regret: my reckless driving ticket that, while it was dismissed, disqualified me from most of my dream jobs and ended my Navy career. Good news, though, I can't be drafted. Who got away? Uh, none. Those relationships are dead and buried. Uh, Dad has never told me he loves me since I was five because he's gone. Uh, And worse candy, anything with coconut, that preserved cream is crap. Harp on, Scott, the friendly IT guy. (laughs) All right. I don't know. Were we talking about people not getting enough love from their parents? It's a little rough. Oh, I think we were talking about crazy family history or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Oh, Scott, I'm not laughing about that, but I'm just like, oh, that doesn't sound awesome. I was laughing at the fact that Cobb had a couple Cobb topics that set us up to receive emails like that. <laughs> Look, boys, I've got the Cobb topic down to a science. I feel like <laughs> if I ask a good, deep question, I get great answers from you guys, but nobody emails in. If I ask like more of like a lightweight, like what's the worst candy? You guys both give me like a two or three word answer, but then we get great emails. So I try to balance it now so that we have enough <laughs> content for the segment either way. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's check in with what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Uh, before we get to what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Check out with what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Uh, before we get to what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's mad? Check out what's mad. So since I saw you boys last, Halloween went by. I sent you both the picture, but. Oh, yeah. Great costumes. So good. Yeah. Well, because I told Tyler, my girlfriend, that story about that guy that robbed a pharmacy and got court ordered to the um, lockdown school that I was at calling me crumb from all real monsters and she was like we should do that for our halloween costumes and they don't really sell a lot of all real monsters costumes 
And so she just made them here with like a bunch of different wild craft stuff. Um, she was like looking up how those cosplay people do stuff and ordering all this like new stuff. And yeah, she crushed it. So that was a lot of fun. We went down to the 420 bank. Um, there was a costume contest. We probably would have won it, but we didn't eat beforehand. And so we left to go get pizza instead. Uh, <laughs> like we know our costumes are great. We'd probably win. We might get some free weed, but they're already doing free weed giveaways that we got. So we just left, um, got pizza and it was great. Um, and so that was Halloween or Halloween weekend. Um, this past weekend we, um, well, by the way, every, everybody was missed. I didn't go. None of us were at that our annual Halloween party. And I asked a couple of our friends. They were like, it was fun. They were like, it was still a ton of fun. It was just smaller. And they were like, the podcast, like all three of you guys were missed. So I was like, I will relay the message. Oh, oh nice. Thank you. Yeah. Feels good to be missed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, uh, then I, my girlfriend flew up to Seattle this weekend. So I was here by myself. And uh, I went golfing and I was playing this new course. I was out by myself. The guy sent me out by myself. I was like, how is it that empty out there? No, it wasn't. I got caught in traffic after like, the second hole and there was a threesome in front of me. And then so I just like hung back and chilled and stuff. And then a foursome caught up to me because I was kept waiting on the people in front of me. And so eventually I got sandwiched into the threesome in front of me. And it was like three bros, like our age, two in their 30s, one in their 40s. They all grow weed over towards L.A. They're, you know, I'm like, hey, guys, they're like, do you got drinks? I was like, no, I'm just smoking weed. They're like, oh, that's fine. And then, you know, they're like, you want to play with us? I was like, I think I need to. They're, they're catching up to me behind me. So um, we just had a blast. They were that sounds so awesome. Cool. Yeah. They were so fun and I just had a great time. They, the weed they grew was very good. It got me too high to shoot a good round, but I had some good shots. They knew that, you know, they knew I don't mess around. Um, but yeah, I just, we just had a lot of fun. They, <clears throat> they like, this was where I was like, still got it. I didn't do it, but they invited me to go party at the strip club afterwards. And I was like, damn dude. Like, you know what? I appreciate that invite. Not going to happen tonight. Like, I'm just trying to go home and watch some college football and reheat some pasta. Like, it's yeah, I just wanted to get back home. But I, I thought it was uh, a hell of a time to just meet them and just get that invite. Because down here, yeah. I'm like, am I just like that antisocial now? And it's like, no, I just live a different lifestyle. Like, I just chill you know, it's semi-retired lifestyle and it's great, but yeah, just wilding out with some dudes on the golf course that are my age was just a ton of fun. And, uh, yeah, we all, we all had some good laughs and then, uh, you know, who would have gone to the strip club, huh? You know, who would have gone? Bold me. (laughs) Texas Ted. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, we definitely would have gone dude, especially this weekend. Yeah. For Texas sure. Ted would have been like, you bet your ass. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Texas no, Ted was... by the end of the night probably would have owned that strip club. Let's be honest, <laughs> you know, went in a poker game or something. <laughs> like that's my first time playing Hold'em. Anyhow, I own the strip club now. <laughs> I own, now own the Wild Rose. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty dope. It also helps that you're good at golf because that would suck to get you have to start playing with them and then just start shanking stuff left and oh, right. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's a, that's a good thing, and you know they're. You know, the, one of them was struggling a little bit, but yeah, you know, just to be able to like hold my own and, you know, not make an ass out of myself and like, you know, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun to just, they're like, you live out here. I'm like, yeah, dude, like just all the time. It's crazy. Um, Cause they, you know, they visit, it's like people visit here, but when they meet someone that lives here, that it catches them. Like yeah. an out of towners, like, wait, what? Like, yeah, dude, I was just here like you. And then I wanted to stay. And so I figured it out and here we are. Um, but yeah, they were, they were awesome bros. I was all fired up, you know, but not fired up enough to go to strip club. I was like, no, that's where I'm like too old, I guess. But I, I'm glad to know that, you know, I'll still get the invite. I still give off that. Let's go get crazy at the strip club energy. Even though I was not drinking, I had my shirt tucked in. I looked like a f- square um <laughs> and they're like no nah, you're chill we get it like yeah. yes dude <laughs> i mean it's fun sometimes too and like it's easier because i was at a college football game but like yeah it's just fun bsing with people that are like when you're like like-minded and like i mean it's the that term exists for a reason right it's like you found those guys boom you're all hanging out smoking bowls like that's a fun time i also feel like you should have it sounds like you might have met up with the guys from country club adjacent. (laughs) (laughs) I would have recognized them. (laughs) Yeah. That energy for sure. Oh man. All right. Good stuff. Well, I guess it's about that time. Boop, doop, doop, boom, boom. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Uh, so for this one, um, I, uh, uh, all right. Bats are not birds, but while Ted was down here, we were talking about the bat bridge, which is this bridge downtown Austin. That's like 2.8 million bats live inside of it. And they come out at night and it's like a wave of bats. Now that just sort of got me thinking about the fact that birds Bats, creatures are kind of like Pokemon. Like they're just out there in the world at all times. Like you can interact with them, catch them, whatever. It's just sort of like you you don't know where they're going to be. You only see them randomly. If you go into like their kind of, I don't know, the type of habitat that they like, and then you just sit and wait and hope one randomly comes along. So the cop topic this week um, is a little basic, but I actually really think we're going to get some good answers, which is what is your favorite kind of bird? If you'd like to throw a Y in there, you can, but you don't have to. Mine's a blue heron because they stand there patiently waiting for fish. And it reminds me to always be f- patient and let the fish come to you. Anyway, feel free to email us literally the word email at thepodcast.com. Boys, what's your favorite type of bird? I mean, it's pretty easy to say eagle. Powerful. But it is. But also selfishly, I kind of respect the flamingo. Right. It's like hanging out, doing its thing. But uh, much like myself, it's a uh, it's a volume eater. 
so much so that like they're not even pink. They just eat that many like little uh, shrimps or krill or whatever. And that's why they're pink. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I'm just like. I respect those birds are just like, yeah, they're it's turning us pink, but like, ah, this this is good. Let's just keep munching. (laughs) That's wild because they don't look fat either. Plus, one for seafood, they got skinny little legs. Yeah, damn. Yeah, flamingos (laughs) are sick and they look like aliens. I mean, they're so tropical and exotic, you know? They just don't look real. They look like they were drawn by a child. I would also say, if you've ever been down to like the Carolinas or Louisiana, when you're sitting out on the beach, it's pretty cool watching those pelicans kind of cruise up and down the beach and get fish, too. Well, Ted, I can name every cool bird also, but what's your favorite? <laughs> uh, cool bird, for the record, is the mascot's name for the Seattle Thunderbirds. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, are there any birds left for Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about the flamingos because Lance always says flamingos like to party and they seem like it. Yeah, yeah, flamingos are always a good time. I would say I also like peacocks. I like that they're just like, you know, their whole thing is just like, I don't know how that like those epic feathers, those are like a a mechanism in in the wild to protect themselves or you know to but they're just like i don't know they just look badass when they're like that and that's some protective like you know uh habitat like trait that they've developed over the years like i don't know what that's all about but it just seems badass i like that they use them for mating too it's like you know what hang on let me show her all my feathers (laughs) yeah proof of burn man it's like owning a boat you know, like you're like, I can still survive even with all these crazy feathers. And it's like, yeah, I can just settle this money on fire on a boat and I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's the boat That's... of the wild. Really? Never yacht. thought about that one. Yacht. Sorry. Yacht. Yeah. I just, the first time I worked at a gym, my boss was like, you need to be like a peacock out there. And I was like, I got particularly fired up. I was like, what is it with peacocks? And then I was like, over the years since then, I was just like, yeah, dude, peacocks are badass. They're not afraid to flaunt what they got. And, like, you know, there, there's something to that because, like, I'm mostly insecure. And so sometimes I just got to, like, fake it till I make it and just flaunt what I got. And then, you know, stuff works out sometimes. Yeah. And it's a really good term. Like, whenever I wear that polka dot shirt I have, it's like, yeah, I'm peacocking. Like, somebody's going to ask. <laughs> Nice boys. Nice. Those oh. are actually good answers. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Let's see how Cobb's theory works this week. That should be some good emails for birds. <laughs> All right. For uh for MCTP for Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs>